so I have this thing. Every time I record a podcast, I get to the very end and I forget how to close it. Um, I'm currently pulling up my old podcast to listen to the end of it and, you know, see how I actually close the episodes. Okay, so I was definitely going to say that wrong. Wow. Okay, cool. What's up, guys? My name is Faith, and welcome to the Living by Faith podcast. Now, if you clicked on this, you probably know that this is about joy. This is about the joy of the Lord, and I am so excited because I feel like this year, like, the Lord has really just brought this out in me and my spirit, and so I'm so excited to talk to you guys about it, and if you are like me, And whenever you talk about the Lord, you just get giddy. Like, this one's for you. And also, if you're not at that point, and you are not so flipping excited when you talk about the name of Jesus, this podcast is also for you because you should be flipping excited when you talk about the name of Jesus. So, I feel like we all want to bear joy, right? Like, we all want to have this sense of joy in our lives because life is a lot like life is stressful life can be really discouraging and honestly like we want to be happy we want to have joy and this week like I was just talking to my friend about the fruit of the spirit and they just said to me like you know when people are truly pursuing God because of the fruit that they produce in their lives. And that just stuck with me. Like, how true is that? Like, you know when someone is pursuing the Lord because you can see that lived out in their life. You can see the fruit of that. And I feel like joy is such an evident fruit. Like, joy, peace, love. Like, those are all very evident fruit of the Spirit. Um, But I feel like joy is just so evident because joy so easily abounds, right? Like when you are around people who are joyful, especially when they have the spirit of the Lord's joy, when you are around those people, like you get filled with joy yourself. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. Just kind of um, what this joy of the spirit kind of is. And then how do we achieve this joy? And so to start out, um, to kind of define joy, uh, we're going to talk about the difference between joy and happiness. Because I feel like a lot of the times those seem like the same thing, like the same word. But y'all, they are very different. Let me tell you about it. So happiness is a temporary emotion. Okay. Happiness is your friend buys you coffee right? Your friend randomly buys you coffee. You're happy about that, right? But then you drink your whole coffee, your coffee's gone, right? Just like your coffee is temporary, your coffee ain't gonna last forever, so is happiness. However, joy, specifically the joy of the Lord, that is lasting. Because the joy of the Lord is not determined by our external circumstances, but it's determined by the posture of our hearts. And when our heart 
beats with the same spirit that Jesus has, we are able to tap into this joy. And so Nehemiah 8.10 says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And if you know of the joy of the Lord, you know how real this is. Because once you experience the joy of the Lord, like, it really almost does not matter to you what's going on in your world. Because you are just surrounded by the Spirit of the Lord. Like, the joy of the Lord is literally your strength. And the joy that comes from God is unexplained. Like, this semester of college, I literally don't know how I was just, like, content and joyful. Um, Because looking back, like, there was so much that happened. Like, literally, this semester was so crazy and it wasn't till like a couple days ago that I realized like I would not have gotten through the semester I would not have gotten through the semester with my mental sanity were it not for the joy of the Lord and the joy of the Lord does not like distract us from our circumstances but it allows us to fix our eyes on Jesus and realize that the things going on around us have a greater purpose the things going on around us are not with intent and the things going on around us are ordained by the Lord. James 1-2 says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. And this is so contrasting, right? There's a lot of contrast in the Bible and I feel like this points it out like so beautifully because it says, consider it joy when you face trials. Like, no human wants to have joy in trials. To no human does this sentence make sense. But when you experience the joy of the Lord, you are able to have joy in trials because you can see that the Lord's hand is working. You can see that God's still good in trials, and you can see that he's pointing you back to himself. I've said it before, and I'll say it again, but trials remind us of our father trials make us turn to him or we can choose to run away and so this verse is also saying that trials can bring out joy in us another contrast in hebrews 12 it says for the joy set before us he endured the cross i'm gonna say that one more time because this is so powerful For the joy set before us, he endured the cross. Now that, that's a contrast, if I've ever heard one. But it's so, so good and so true because we can only have joy in the Lord because he died. Like the death Jesus died allows us to have life on this earth and past our lives on this earth. But had Jesus not died, we would not have hope. Had Jesus not died, we would not be able to experience this joy because this joy stems from the hope that we have. This joy stems from a heavenly perspective. And joy is not happiness. Joy is lasting. 
joy is not determined by our circumstances, but it's determined by the presence of our Father. And I will tell you that He is always there and He is always working. And now sometimes we may feel less joy than in other times. And that's okay. Like, no human always has joy in their life. I do not always have joy in my life. There are times when my joy is, like, feeling hindered and just discouraged. And so don't get down on yourself if you're like, I have joy, but I feel like it might be happiness because sometimes I feel like there's less of it. Like, we are still human. (laughs) So you're not alone in that. But if you're sitting there and thinking, wow, this sounds really cool. Like, I want to have joy in trials. I want to have the joy of the Lord to be my strength. How do I achieve this joy? So next question, how do we achieve this joy, right? And like I said in the beginning, like you can tell that someone is pursuing the father based on the fruit of their life. And all of this fruit stems from the same place, right? Galatians 5, 22 through 23, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And y'all, this all comes from God. And apart from him, we cannot achieve this joy. Apart from him, we can only have happiness. And so we must look to him and dwell in his presence and learn more about his character um, for this joy to then enter into our lives. And so just kind of taking a step back. So since coming to college, I feel like I've started to notice how many things that I've started saying because my friends say them. And one example is one of my good friends, Katie, she said word one time and I thought it was hilarious. Like I was, yeah, really funny. And so all my friends and I say word to everything we agree with now. So like someone will be like, God is good. And we're like, word. Someone yells boiler up, word. And it's just become part of my vernacular right? And I feel like that's the same with body language too. Like I talk with my hands a lot or, you know, I do finger guns and my friends will do that too the longer they hang out with me. And guys, this is how the fruit of the spirit works too. Like the more time you spend with God, the more you adopt his character, the more his language and posture starts to change your language and your posture and your mindset. And so how do we achieve this joy? We spend time with Jesus, like we spend time with our friends. And I feel like a lot of people might struggle to just like want to spend time with the Lord or know how to spend time with the Lord. And so... I would just tell you, like, especially since we're talking about joy, if you don't know where to start, like, spending time with the Lord, start in Psalms. Because Psalms, like, if you want to find joy in the Lord, there are a lot of Psalms of just joy. If you are mad at the Lord, there are a lot of Psalms of lament, and you can relate to those on a deep, deep level, because I've been there, too. And so, if you don't know how to in the presence of the Lord, I would just challenge you to read a psalm every day and just reflect on that and ask what God is teaching you. Like before you open your Bible, ask what the Lord what He will. Before you open your Bible, ask the Lord what 
he wants to show you that day. And I believe that he'll reveal that to you. Um, and I also just want to say that the joy of the Lord um, does not restrict us from mourning. It does not um, limit our ability to have sadness. Like the joy of the Lord does not take away our ability to be human. And like even Jesus grieved. Like Jesus had joy. Jesus had so much joy. But that did not restrict him from grieving. This is seen in the death of Lazarus. Jesus grieved. This did not discourage Jesus from being alone and crying out to his father. Like, we can have the joy of the Lord in our lives, but I want to tell you that this does not mean that everything is good all the time. Like, it's not, and it's still really hard. But the joy of the Lord um, allows us to see the bigger picture in all of that. It allows us to rely on the Lord. And it doesn't mean that it's going to be easy all the time, right? Like, even when we have the joy of the Lord, it can still be hard to wrestle with things that are going on in our lives. But the joy of the Lord gives us someone to lean on in those times. Because the things that we experience on this earth, they're really heavy to carry on our own. And so when we tap into the Lord and his spirit, and when we strive to be like him, it gives us someone to lean on, and it gives us a sort of comfort and a sort of joy. And so that's kind of more how we achieve that. And again, just reminding you that it's not a perfect process, and it's not going to um, exempt you from grief or hard times, but it allows you to just experience life with the Lord and experience what he has for you. And so if you don't know, like I said, going back, if you don't know how to spend time with the Lord or where to start, I said start in Psalms. That's a really good place. But if you don't know how to spend time with the Lord, um, I would say, let me lay out my little schedule. So there are a lot of different ways that you can have quiet time. You can just go for a walk. You can read the Bible. You can just pray. You can do a devotional. You can literally work out. Like, whatever you feel that you can experience the spirit of Jesus, like, you go and do that. Um, for me, sometimes I will go on a walk and just listen to worship music. And when I do that, I try and silence, like, all the thoughts in my mind and just think about the character of Jesus. Um, other times at night, I will do a devotional and... Um, pray. I like to write out my prayers because y'all, writing prayers is so cool because you will look back on the prayers that you've written and you will see that the Lord answered like literally so many that you forgot you even prayed. Really cool. Highly recommend. I also um, read my Bible in the morning. So for that, since I've come to college, it's gotten a lot easier because I can kind of read as long as I want to, but I would challenge you to find a time that's best in your day to set it aside for the Lord. Because for some people, it's really easy to read their Bibles in the morning. That's when I like to read mine. But for some people, it's really hard to read their Bibles in the morning because they can't focus, they can't retain what they're reading. And so the Lord wants to help you in that too, though. So just pray and talk to him um, and find out a time that's like best for you to spend with the Lord. 
And I will say that, like, some days aren't going to be easy. Like, there are some days that I wake up and I'm so excited to read my Bible. And there are other days where I'm like, you know, it'd be kind of nice to just skip this today. But the thing is, is that even in those days where it seems like you're getting nothing out of the word, even in those days where it just seems like mundane and it just seems like you're going through the motions, like the Lord is still working in that. And yeah, so I just want to encourage you, like you are going to find the joy, the love, the peace, the patience, like you're going to find those fruits of the spirit in the word and in fellowship and in time with the Lord. And so y'all, I cannot tell you how much all of these have impacted my life. Um, Like it's just, I can't even put it into words. And so I encourage you as much as I possibly can, like pursue the Lord (laughs) and pursue these fruits of the spirit. Because once you experience just a taste of them, like you will be changed and you will be compelled to read your Bible and you will be encouraged in your spirit. And so, yeah, I just want to encourage you in that, that the Lord is so good and that he is so powerful and he can work through so much that's going in your life. And so thank you for tuning in. And remember, God left the 99 for you and you are precious and honored in his sight. Now go and live by faith.